Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FN Grasshopper and as ever I'm joined by my talented co-host Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi Dan. Hi Tony. You alright mate? Yeah, not too bad. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, yes. We've <laughs> made it into 2020, um, which is an achievement. Um, and obviously my father-in-law still hasn't killed me off. I'm still going, which is good. <laughs> uh, after a few bouts of sickness in France and obviously coming home, so yeah. How'd you have a good um, Christmas break? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was, um, obviously, I was so excited to get back to work. Of course. Yes, as yeah. we all were. <laughs> um, I think I always think the second week back's harder. Like, you go back the first week and you've got things to say and stuff, but the second week is just a chore. I think that's where Blue Monday kicks in, isn't it? Well, um, I, I went back for three days and I had another eight days off. Oh, cause it's all right for some. So then when I went back after that for another three days, I just, like... Lost all my interest, really, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, just for listeners, obviously, the, the clues in the title, what we're doing today, um, Tactical Anal's Resurrection, which we thought was a good name to basically reboot <laughs> our tactical series that we did, I think, the last early part of last year. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Um, and it went down really well. What we did was we took, I think, four or five tactics from people around a community um, and... I suppose it was kind of good cop and bad cop. You know, I chipped him with a few comments, but Dan was kind of quite brutal, but fair. <laughs> uh, and people seem to like it. So we, we're back doing that. Um, Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, could be nice this time. Yeah, we're going to... Re- I don't think we can really reverse swap the roles, really, <laughs> because it doesn't work like that. Um, we'll probably fall into the, the usual grass and gear personas. Um, <laughs> but before we do that, we should really get going with a drink. Um Obviously, I'm on medication, which means I can't drink alcohol, which is a, which is a killer. So I'm drinking yerba mate um, because I still haven't worked out, Dan, who this mystery benefactor was who sent me pretty much a yerba mate starter kit of, you know, the herb and all the all the garb that goes with it. So I've carried on the trend. Whoever started this has started an addiction. I bought four kilograms uh, <laughs> the other day on Amazon, and they all come from Argentina imported. Um, so it's not really mate, it's cocaine, is it? Well, who knows? But, um, <laughs> let's hope the tactic discussion will be a good one after that. Um, what about you? Um, i got a factious. I do dispute the whole, um, you can't have alcohol because you're on tablets. I think if you remember last year, <laughs> yes. I was on tablets, but I still push through. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, I'm not going to be harsh here, but I think you've got a lot of body mass and I think you can probably absorb. <laughs> I think it, I think if I did it, I'd probably fat, kill over. Fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd cope well to doing it, to be honest. Um, but whenever you're ready, um, you obviously spark up, and I'll open up the thermos of boiling water and put it in my mate. <laughs> okay, ready. <laughs> ready. <laughs> right. So mate's going in. <laughs> right. So I got this like this really bendy straw, which is quite nice. Stainless steel. <laughs> putting that in, and just putting the board water in now. It sounds too complicated, to be fair. It is a bit, yeah. I think 
people at work are a bit laughing at me because I've got so much stuff on my desk. I've got like a, <laughs> I carry around a thermos now of boiling water with me. Um, yeah. Right. Should we do some tacti- tactical anal? I think we should. Resurrection. Yeah. Okay, so I think the way we should do this, Dan, is probably I read out the the tactic yeah, um, and the player roles and who it's from. Probably kickstart us with a few comments, but I'm guessing you've got a dossier in front, a dossier in front of you. Of I got a few, few little notes written down. You, you've done some homework, and it's probably the one podcast you actually do homework for, really laboriously. So I try. Fair play. Try Fair play. Okay, so <laughs> the, the first person doing tactical anal with us um, is Acid Fire Twenty One on Twitter. Uh, he's playing a five-three-two with wing backs. So start with a goalkeeper, traditional goalkeeper on defend. He's got a flat back three of central defenders all on defend um, wing back um, they're both automatic duties um, and his central three in midfield are centre midfield and attack on the right side strata uh, central midfield on defend and then on the left you've got a box to box obviously in support and up front you've got a deep line forward on support with an advanced forward on attack so his tactic um, and I think we'll post these as the pod goes out. It's on a Bance mentality, so those automatic roles and wing back are on a supportive mentality. Um, and he's got a few a few team instructions in possession. He's obviously playing shorter passing, playing out from the back from defence. Um, he's running at defence, and it's on a higher tempo. Uh, in transition, the goalkeeper's rolling it out, um, but the goalkeeper is told to distribute quickly, um, and they are playing on the counter. And out of possession, the only thing we've got ticked on is they've just got a higher line of engagement. Um, and we've asked every person to give a bit, a, a brief background of their tactic. Uh, and obviously, Acid Fire 21 has been, you know, he's, he's taken that literally and he's been very brief. He's just done one sentence. Um, <laughs> so his sentence is the idea of this tactic is to pack the middle, one runner from CM, and wing backs bombing forward to counter well. So that's the tactic, 532 uh, five, wing backs. Um, if I go first, Dan, so I only had two comments on this tactic. Yeah, I, go for it. I think as the tactic goes, it, it's actually fairly balanced. Um, the one thing, and we, you know, it comes up in another tactic further on on this podcast, the uh, automatic roles. Oh, at, thank God you said that. As a thing. Um, <laughs> obviously, for listeners, obviously, the automatic role mirrors the mentality. So if, if Acid Fire was actually on a perhaps more aggressive attacking um, mentality, that, that would change the wing-backs automatically. Uh, and likewise, if you went defensive, that would also adjust. But I don't know about you, Dan, I don't really see... The, it is not much, there's not much extra clicks just to have a defined duty on those roles. But like you said, balance is... They would be on support, so why can't they just be on support? I don't understand. I think I had this discussion with someone the other day. And they were like, oh, it's easier if I change the mentality. Well, yeah, okay. You've got two players on automatic, so you get to press, you've got to press two options to change it rather than one of changing the mentality. But what about the rest of your team? You know? Like, they, so when you change the mentality, the only um, ones you change are your two wing-backs. I just don't understand <coughs> why people select automatic. Um, it's, it's, it's just strange. Like, you either want them defensive support or attack so just set them on that I mean there's nof- nothing really wrong with having automatic it's just I don't know why they won't just select one of them it's yeah. really I find it really strange 
And I bet, I bet if you asked him, he probably really couldn't tell you why he does it. Do you think it, I know some on some of the presets when you build a tactic or it's one of the roles? I think it might just be all, well, automatically set as automatic. I don't know, if, and it's just left like that. It, it's um, it's funny you say that about it being a pre preset. Because one of the notes I, notes I got written down is it's quite a simple basic formation. It could actually be one of the FM templates for the presets. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, it's not. It's custom made. It's in the top left corner. Yeah. But yeah, it. There's nothing really wrong with this tactic. There's more, more annoyances. My main issue would be, like, there's no X factor, no creativity. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't know what his players are like, but he's got nobody doing that bit of spark in the team. He, his, his midfield is, like, quite basic. You know, you've got box to box, defense, um, centre midfielder on defend and centre midfielder on attack. Well, I was going to say, actually, that you've got three central defenders there. They're all on defensive duty. They're all holding their position. Mm. Is there a need for a central midfielder on defence in that in that midfield three? I would have thought mm. you could yeah. you could just pr- perhaps you know be more be more risk free and you know put a more attacking role in there. Yeah, and that's it. And I think um, it's just like it probably, it might work. It, well, I think it does work well, and Andy's doing quite well. But yeah, there's just it's a little bit. I wouldn't. Say, I don't. It, I will say boring. It's a little bit boring to look at. There's no like. A lot of the roles are basic. Is this like when you go around your nans and she's made dinner and it's just really just ham and cheese or something? Just it's so bland. Only you would use your nan as an example to. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to compare it to real life, Dan. You know. See. (laughs) Yeah, but she she's never got any. I don't know people like salmon. They go in the sandwich or whatever, like that. salmon and cheese, you know, cream. Yeah. But it's just as ham and cheese all the time, ham and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. My nan, my nan used to make a good cheese toastie though. I will point that out. Really? Um, yeah. Talking about why I'm a fat bastard earlier. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> we know how your nan ruined Christmas that time on the other podcast we've done. Um, <laughs> so was that was that the same nan or was that a different nan? No, um, that was a different nan. Okay. No, yeah, um, one I mentioned is dead, so rest in peace. Yeah, rest in, in pieces. Rest in pieces, man. <laughs> um, any more on that tactic, that 5 3 2 then? No, I mean, like, I literally had no, no, a bit boring, no creativity, and why, why the fuck's he got an automatic? Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, and like, it could have been a preset. You know, it's, it, it is the sort of tactic you would see on a preset, you know? Yeah. I, I, I personally. I changed the CM attack to Mazala, something like that, maybe. Yeah. You know, just just have a little. Put I, I put the wing backs on support if he can if he wants them on balance mentality. Put them on support. Yeah, I'd probably put a playmaker in that central three. Really, I'd maybe yeah. put like. I, a, I probably look. I probably look at either a DLP or a Roman one. Yeah. So, I, mean, I don't think there's a need to hold position there, really. No, and like you said, with three percent of defenders, does he really need him on defence? Yeah. But, Okay, um, last time on the podcast we asked you to rate these tactics out of 10. Oh, I don't know if you wanted out to... Out of 10? We, yeah, out of 10, yeah. Uh, I think the highest you went last time was 8.5, and I think the lowest was 3, which was FM Catanaccio, rest in peace. <laughs> I'll give it a 5, 6, 5.5. 5.5, okay. It's a solid start, it's not bad. It's not. It's not a bad tactic. It's just a bit of a boring tactic, in my no. opinion. No. 
Okay. Right, on to the second tactic then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we've got a um, 4132 DM, narrow, yep. um, by wide playmaker underscore. Um, so just going through his uh, player roles. So in goal, he's got a sweeper keeper on attack. He's then got a right wing back on attack, um, a central defender as a ball playing defensive, but on stopper duty. Uh, a central defender on cover duty and we've got another win back on attack on the left uh, in the dm strata you've got a deep line playmaker on defend and then in the midfield three because uh, a narrow midfield three you've got obviously advanced playmaker on attack central midfielder in the middle on support and then a box to box on support on the left and up front you've got a advanced forward attack on the left on the right sorry and then a pressing forward on attack on the left. Um, it's going to take me a while to go through team instructions, so bear with me. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a balanced mentality, um, but you've got a lot of things in there tailoring it to be a bit more than balanced. You've got in possession, shorter passing, pass into space, play out defence, work the ball into box, be more expressive, higher tempo and wide. Um, in transition, the goalkeeper is distributing quickly and, and the, the team is countering but also regrouping. Uh, out of possession as uh, a higher defensive line higher line of engagement more urgent pressing um, they're preventing the short goalkeeper distribution and the team is told to get stuck in use tight marking and also play on the offside trap um, I'll just read through why playmaker underscores uh, description evening chaps not 100% sure what you require but here is my FM20 tactic that I'm using with Ipswich Town Singing the Blues, 4132, with a tractor emoji, which I thought was quite nice. Uh, I don't know if you appreciate that from the West Country, Dan. Mm, yeah, we'd love it to get on tractor, down here. Yeah, don't worry, there's more tractor emojis coming. Um, <laughs> my aim is to play attacking football by dominating the central strata whilst closing the door at the back. I wanted to build a formation that offers a solid foundation that allows me to be aggressive with the individual roles. The system also incorporates specific individual player marking duties. The attacking wingbacks create the width. Then loads of tractors, park the tractor with a really smiley face. Um, before you go into this one, Dan, can I just go quick, yeah. quickly with a few comments, if I may? Yes, go for it. Um, when I looked at this tactic, the first thing that jumped out at me was that you've got six attack rolls. Uh, that was just one of the things. It's quite a lot going on here. Um, I questioned the fact, why is this tactic balanced as a mentality when manually everything is pushed up really you've got you're pushing up the lines so both the defensive line and the line of engagements your tempo is higher and you're also playing wider it just kind of feels like you could probably take these team instructions out but boost the mentality to get all that uh, and just thirdly as well i just think there's some conflictions on the team instructions here you you know on the one hand why a playmaker wants to press urgently and high up but yet, on the other hand, the team is also regrouping. When you're almost on the well on the road to doing a really good counter press, I suppose it just feels like it's not the whole hog. I don't know how you feel, but it just felt a bit conflicting. I'm a bit confused. He wants to play attacking football, yet he's on a standard balanced mentality. Don't get me wrong; it's a the formation's solid, but. He's got all passive roles. Nobody's aggressive. The CM on support isn't aggressive. The um, box-to-box midfielder isn't that aggressive. And neither is the advanced playmaker. 
It's only the wing bats that are really aggressive. So it's like sort of like what you said. It's not. I don't. I don't understand why he's on balance. Is player. It's not. It's not a bad tactic. It's the fact that he he wants to play attacking football. I don't see all he's done is put everyone on attack. Yeah. But the roles don't really make that doesn't mean it's attacking football. Just putting everyone on attack. It just means they're going to go further about the pitch. The roles itself, they aren't, in my opinion, aggressive enough to be attacking football. They're like it's going to be the transition. Unless it gets out to the wingers, it isn't really going to be transitioning from defence to attack. The, the midfield itself is quite static. Um, well, all the team instructions basically get the fuck with it. Too many. Like, so many contradictions. Short The first two, short passing, but passing the space. You know, straight away, like, the first two on the thing. So you want short passing, but then passing the space, effectively, you're asking them to go a little bit directed, they spot space. Yeah. You know? It's... You're asking them to go quick. It's like, I see a lot of this. So... They want to. He wants to be quick and aggressive, but then he uses things to slow the game down. So he's got distribute quickly, counter, higher tempo, but then he's also got pass it shorter, play out of defence. So, all right, I understand playing out of defence. You want to counter quickly, keep the ball, but you're also asking it by shorter. I don't think you need all these team instructions, especially you know? with the sweeper keeper and being on tack anyway. Do you really need to yeah. tell the keeper that he needs to I distribute just, quickly? I think all these things are. If I put everyone on attack, it means we're attacking football. But I, d- I don't. It's like just by like more urgent mentality, um, more urgent pressure. If you just put it out of positive mm. or attack it, it would have just done that nat- naturally. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's not a terrible terrible one. That it's just not doing what he's saying he's doing. If you yeah. get what I mean. Yeah. It, it's not it's not the worst tactic I've ever seen. Definitely, but it's not doing what he thinks or wants it to do which I think is fair yeah yeah I, I played around with this exact formation recently for a piece trying to replicate Marcello Gachado at River and I didn't use that I, like they, that midfield three I didn't use like that I kind of I put a roaming playmaker in the middle because he was going to get forward but then I used two Mazzalas either side because they really get forward into the half spaces because you kind of need to have a bit of width in that formation because it is really reliant on the wing-backs. So, I don't know, if those wing-backs have been poor games, there's not much aggressive to get forward, no. really. It's, it's, That's it. It's going to be hard. And, um, um, like you said, like, okay, they're playing out the back, from the back, they're going to get some wing-backs, but there's no nobody from the midfield getting out with them as well. No. So there's no like nobody attacking the box. So pressing forward and the attack fans forward are up high. So between the midfield and the attack, there's nobody there. Nobody's pushing through. So if the wing back gets up, he's got two options. So up against about four, there's nobody from that midfield really. The box to box midfielder will come up, but not aggressively enough for what he wants. Yeah, there's a big gap between that those two up front who are both on attack duty anyway. They're not. No one's dropping in into that hole. No. Um, they're both really pressers, especially the pressing forward on attack. Okay. Did you want to score this one, Dan? The thing is, it's, it's no worse than the last one, but it's no better. Okay. I think so We can do a 5 think, by 5 again. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, same as the last one. There's, it's, not, it's not awful. It's not brilliant. There's 
And it probably does work as well. He's probably getting results. It, it probably does work, but it's not doing what he said he wanted to do. Yeah. And that that's my issue. Okay. Well, it's, it's not bad at the moment. It's solid. I know progressively there are one or two moments in this, but <laughs> especially the last tag that we come to. Um, Spoilers. Yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll just put that back there. So, um, are you about to go into our third tactic then? Which is... I am. Um, this is with our friend Curti, Curti FM on the pod. Uh, and a nice unusual one here. So we've got a 5-2-1-2 wing-back formation. Um, so again, I'll read these player roles out. So you've got a, a goalkeeper there, sweeper-keeper on defend duty. You've got a back three, but you've got um, two central defenders on defend. But in the middle of that three, you've got a libero on attack duty. Uh, you've got two wing-backs. So you've got one wing-back on automatic and one wing-back on the left on support. Um, two central players in that mid in midfield strata. You've got a box to box midfielder on support on the right hand side, and then a ball winning midfielder on support on the left hand side. Um, in the AMC strata, you've got an advanced playmaker on support. Then you've got two up front. You've got on the right a poacher on attack, and then a pressing forward also on attack. Um, controversially, from the last formation, we've only got two instructions to read out here so it's on a it's on a positive mentality um in possession there's much shorter passing and in transition we're disputing to the center backs here so i'll just read you out what curti uh has said obviously i can't do a better voice than curti unfortunately uh, or an imitation but i'll just read it out so the idea is to dominate the central areas and control the game of possession the wing backs offer an out if if it gets congested I play shorter passing, but the libero likes to play long-range passes, so he often looks for the wing-back despite the passing instructions. It's quite defensive, and we don't concede many, but it doesn't produce the free-flowing football game forward either. I've toyed with the AM role a bit, started with an enganche, um, with the CMs and box-to-box to try and encourage movement around him, but it didn't work as I wanted to, and enganche seemed to drop far too deep. I'm now using advanced playmaker, and whilst he performs better, it's a little inconsistent. I thought about dropping the defensive line to try and give him as much space as possible. It might just be the fact that I'm playing lower league football, and it's a personnel issue. It would be interesting to hear what the panel think of the system and the shape and where it could possibly improve. I'm just going to say one thing before you start down on here. Um, I don't think it's a terrible tactic. Obviously, I like the fact that it's got less team instructions. It's kind of you know just letting the match engine do its thing. Uh, and it almost feels like a blogger's formation and tactic, really. What I would say, I was surprised with the use of a libero because I've always thought liberos for were like defensive systems, but that just be, could be my prejudiced ignorance. I've always thought libero is kind of like a catenaccio system, not on a positive attacking team. But don't know how you feel about that. Um, and there's one thing there, Curdy said about dropping the defensive line, give as much space as possible. But really, with a libero on attack. I don't know, would that kill his movement up front? I don't know, he's going to be quite far away from the goal then. Over to you, Dan. <laughs> oh, and there's an there's an automatic duty as well. Oh, fucking fuck the automatic duty. <laughs> well, we'll be enough. We don't have to talk about that. Uh, why has he got... Fair enough, we'll start with that. Why has he got support on one side and automatic on the other side? I did... I did. Um, obviously, Curtie was the only one that gave me his downloads for this, so I did download it and looked at it in FM. What I did notice was that he's got... Um, the right-sided midfielder has got a player instruction to stay wider, mm. which I thought was interesting. It's a box-to-box midfielder told to stay wider. And I reckon perhaps he's thinking that 
you almost want a, like a Cali- Caliero role where that has got to stay, stay wide and naturally in. So I don't know if he's trying to tailor that box to box to be that kind of player. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that influenced the fact that now he's got automatic, but yeah, the automatic there is, even though it's a positive mentality, it's still in a supportive mentality. Uh, it's, um, I don't think that's the biggest issue he got. <laughs> I honestly, I, I don't really know where to start with this. It's it's a bit of a pure, it's a bit of a confliction. Because he wants to dominate the central areas and control possession, which is fine in itself. But what's he doing when he has a possession? How is he going to hurt the other team? He is very defensive because he mentions it. So how do you expect to play the free flow in football? And I wonder why he started to look at the AM role. Um, he said about it, changing it from the enganche because you got to look. I think you got to look at the system overall and focus on all the players' roles that he's already picked. Do you think it's because of see Curti mentioned using enganche, but he he said he used centre midfield and also box to box when really you probably want a more aggressive one that's going to get beyond the enganche. Well, that's it. He mentions the runners. But then he hasn't used any roles really that are aggressive enough to get beyond him. He should be thinking more Mazala or CM attack. Um, any where it's having um, runners around a playmaker if the midfield is actually encouraged to do that. Whereas his midfield, box to box, I think people think box to box is going on beyond in that, and it it does to a certain extent, but it's not an aggressive role. Mm. It's it's probably only going up to the advanced playmaker. It's not going up on beyond him I mean defensively it's going to be quite sound anyway because he got five at the back you know he doesn't I don't he want. He obviously wants to put a libero in there that's probably why he's built this to start with a libero mm. but, but it, I think and again I always thought libero in my mind is was about counter-attack like launching long range balls and I think he, yeah. even he says that obviously he likes to play the ball long so he yeah. looks at the wing backs despite the passing instructions, but if you play in that role, it's kind of hard coded to make those kind of balls yeah. and that vision. And it, it probably is playing balls wide for the wing backs. But the same as the last one, the wing backs get the ball, and they've got two blokes in there who are really high up the pitch. Yeah. There's nobody, nobody coming in on beyond it. I don't think the Enganchi was necessarily the wrong role. I just think it was the roles around him. If he have because ha- he has got five at the back, right? I know the wing backs are pushing on, but they're not going to go wild. You have got fi- five at the back. You can be a bit more aggressive in the middle. He could have had at least one of them on um, CM attack or Mazala. If you know, and one on um, he got a ball winning midfielder and a box to box. You know, he could have changed the box to box to be a bit more aggressive. Yeah, get beyond him, get in there. I think some. I'm not saying Curry does, but some people forget that this tactic when you build it is where they are when they're defending. It's the mentalities of the roles as well that are where they are when they're attacking. So his midfield, no, so his, his two centre backs are staying back. His wing backs are on support, so they're probably only going to go up in, up to the AM strata, maybe you know. So his midfield are only going to go out there as well. There's, no, there's nobody getting in the box. You're going to think most teams, especially in the standard he's playing, are probably going to be playing four at the back. So his two strikers are going to be marked. So his winger gets the ball from the Libero pass out wide. There's nobody he can pass the ball to. He ne- I think he needs to be a bit more aggressive with the tactic. Be more aggressive, Curtis. Be aggressive, Curtis. Smash, smash it like you smash the table. Yeah. 
Like, be a bit... Um, take off that automatic roll. Fuck. Yeah, bin that off. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd look at that stay wide I mean, the box to me box. Pers- me personally, I consider changing... Maybe even go quite aggressive and changing the wing-backs to complete wing-backs. Yeah. Which and is then, an awesome role, to be fair. They, they yeah. get so far forward, it's ridiculous. They get so far forward... Then that pin the full back. Then having a attacking player from the midfield coming up, join, go back to the enganche. If that's what he wants, because he, he will sit deep. But then have someone going on beyond him from the midfield. Yeah, I I think um like people try the enganche, but they don't understand that he is meant to sit deep. He is, but he needs people to pass the ball to. Well, you look what Mendoza does. He was on the podcast last time out. Yeah. see, he has two <laughs> shadow strikers either side of the enganche. Yeah, it works and, well because they run beyond. And yeah, and they're pushing on. They're creating space there, and both his attacking ones are going to be pinning the defence back. So when the advanced playmaker or the enganche, if he goes back to it, get the ball, he's got nobody to pass to. Mm. I um, I like a uh, little bit about like only two team instructions and let the balls do it. Yeah, but I think overall, he needs to be more aggressive in player roles. His positive mentality is fine, but the roles himself is what he needs to look at. I I would say be more aggressive. Even go go complete wing backs on support, get them at the pitch more, and change the box to box midfielder to either a centre midfield on attack or Mazala on attack. Get them up there, get with him, and go back to the enganche. Join the enganche, but give him some options around him. Yeah. With complete wing wing backs on, you get the ball. You look out wide for them. If he gets a Mazala or centre midfielder attack, you have option there. And all of a sudden, he's gone from having two blokes up front. To having five out there, and that's not even clu- including the enganche. Glorious. I think that's that's his biggest issue is the transition of the roles when he is on attack, getting bodies out there. Yeah. And it's the same as same as the last one, getting bodies in there. And I think that's that's the issue. I mean, they, they're all three so far have probably been quite decent tactics, but he could do more. He could be more aggressive with it. Okay. Sex it up, basically. Sex up your tactic, okay? So be more aggressive, sex it up, you know, have fun with it. Just, you know, remove that chest that you built that is weighing you down. <laughs> um, so we need to give this a score. So would you say 5.5 five again, or would you say... 5. 5. Yeah, Okay. 5. 5, but with the potential to be a very good... But te- yeah, potential to be a 7 or 8. Yeah, yeah. We're changing... Put the enganche back and change three player roles. I don't think the team instructions really need changing. For, if you want to keep the libero, that's fine, but be a bit more aggressive. Yeah. If you had come in with those changes, I would have been saying seven, eight. Yeah. Okay. Um, so our penultimate, our fourth tactic to look at, um, tactic sent to us by someone from Argentina, so Ola. Um, someone called favoritism. Yeah, <laughs> come on. We, we said give a tactic and a description, and this guy did both. So you know, we had obviously twenty odd to go through. So not all of them made it in, but this this guy obviously put some effort in. So thank you to Fernando Romero Nunes, uh, who's at f Romero ninety two on Twitter. Um, so obviously he's got a tactic which is a four four one one. So two flat backs for. So I'll read them out now. So. Sweeper keeper on defend as goal. Then your right wing back is a wing back on attack duty. Two central defenders on defend. And then you've got an inverted inverted wing back on support on the left. Uh, right midfield, you've got an inverted wing back on support. Uh, then t- two central midfielders. Deep line playmaker on support. Uh, central midfielder on support. And on the left winger, you've got a winger on support. 
in the AMC strata, you've got an attacking midfielder on attack, and then a forward of advanced forward on attack. Um, playing on a positive mentality, in possession, Fernando is shorter passing, playing out defence, and crossing low. In transition, the goalkeeper is taking short kicks, the team is countering, and they're doing a counter press. Out of possession, there's a higher defensive line, higher line of engagement, and more urgent pressing, and they are using the offside trap. So I'll just read through Fernando's um, paragraph, which is fairly long. Um, so feel free to switch off and come back in a minute, Dan. Um, so Fernando says, let me explain. I'm currently playing in Argentina's sixth division using um, Sangue Blue's database. It's obviously a custom database to get that low. Uh, I'm managing Jorge um, B. Griffa, which is one of the best sides in the division, although it's an amateur side. So I'm allowed to do some more interesting things, tactically speaking. The idea was to play attractive, faster-paced, passing-based, offensive brand of football. Starting from the back, I have a solid centre-back with good pace. I'm using a high line in order to compress space in the opposition's half and quickly regain the ball. On the right, the wing-back on attack is meant to be the main attacking outlet of that side. Feed crosses and quick passes to advance forward, the attacking midfielder and the inverted winger. Um... I wanted the inverted wing-back on support, which is on the left, to offer some extra passing options on the build-up and occupying some half-space when we're hit on the counter. With the winger support on the left, one of my best players, running the entire left flank. In the middle, the deep-line playmaker on support is meant to offer some creativity from the back, find players in space and offer some help defensively. While the central midfielder on support is mostly a jack-of-all-trades, giving a passing option, offering defensive help and keeping the attack ticking when pressed and he's instructed to pass short and take less risks. The inverted winger on support is mainly there to assist on the, in the centre and make space for the wing-back. Obviously, he's behind him on the attack. He's playing his preferred foot on the right like a winger uh, would do, so he doesn't have to stop dead and get set up for the cross. I tried using a, wing, a wide midfielder with the instruction to sit narrow, but I wasn't seeing enough aggressiveness from him. Up front, the attacking midfielder on attack works as a link between the centre and the advance forward, as he drops more than the attacking advanced playmaker, but still creates risks up top. And the advance forward is meant to keep the opposition busy with runs into space, linking up with the attacking midfielder and wing back and the winger, and being the main attacking threat. And there is a lecture, sorry. <laughs> um, I only have two comments to this one, personally. I think it's quite a nice balance tactic, first of all. But there is a slight weakness, and I suppose any tactic has a weakness. And I don't know if you picked up on it, Dan, but I'm not sure how this tactic would cope when you're a, when you come up with an opposition that has an attacking midfielder and let's say an attacking midfielder on the right. So you've got obviously the central on the right side because if you look, there's an a wing inverted wing back on the left. I imagine that's tucking in, so there's going to be a space there because I doubt the wing back on the winger, sorry, on support is going to track back enough. I don't know how you feel. No, no defensive roles in the centre you could have a tricky attack midfielder causing problems there. I think, yeah, there's no defensive, but the the tactic in itself um, is going to be quite defensive from starting base of the back former forward. My issue with this is um, where he says that he's one of the better sides, so he can be more interested, sorry, do some more interesting things tactically speaking. I assume he's sending us another tactic next week because <laughs> there is n- not really an anything interest 
then then tactically it's a quite a standard four four one four. Yeah. You know, it's um it's 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 quite where my issue is where he said interesting thing tactically. Does he think sticking an inverted wing back on means it is interesting tactically because it's quite a basic formation tactic? I don't think there's anything that's interesting tactically. I don't know about you. I think I think the inverted wing back is the interesting part. Obviously, you can tell there's fault going on. Like obviously, an inverted winger cutting in on the right with a wing back on. But if, and also, but that's, like, if you yeah. If he plays a te- against a team that plays three across the attacking midfield, so left left wing and right wing, you're gonna get you're gonna get ripped open. That's what that's what I said. Really, the yeah. weakness is there. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's inverted wing back goes in, and that's probably where he's thinking. Oh, you know, I haven't got anyone on the bench. He comes in and plays it a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Which is fine to a certain extent, but if someone comes down the right when he's in there, cross goal on the. Left hand side is invert winger's gone in, his wing bat's gone up, someone comes down the left, there's nobody really covering there either. Hmm. Um Yeah, I was I know. was thinking if you're countering this tactic you'd want to play a four three three or something, a four three three yeah. wide. It It's one of those tactics, is you know, you just know what you're gonna get out of it. It's not it's not really doing anything groundbreaking to be interesting the tactically wise. You know, I mean, again, I don't think it's that aggressive. I think a lot of these tactics are quite passive. You know what I mean? This, all of his roles, right, his attacking midfielder is going to push forward, but all his midfield roles are on support. He has got a positive mentality, but there's nobody being aggressive from it. His most ad- aggressive person behind the atta- attacking midfielder is his wing-back. There's nobody there that's going to really get forward. So I think, considering he's one of the top sides in the division, he, sh- he should be a lot more aggressive than this. You know? Yeah. Um, it, you, you, could, you could argue that it's Argentine's sixth division, but if you're still the best team in that yeah. division, it doesn't really matter. You, they just play... It doesn't matter what division it is, it really, does it? Because no. at the end of the day, it's equivalent to the teams in that league. Mm. I could understand if he had maybe just been promoted or something and he was trying to be a bit more reserved. But he's he's not aggressive enough. Mm. Like, it, it seems to be a consistent flow through these former tactics so far. The, it, it's a game. Have fun. Be aggressive. So, yeah, obviously... I know. Fernando could maybe look to some Brazilian ex- examples of getting more flair in his team. I don't know, but I don't have to touch a subject with an Argentine. And obviously Brazil put some attacking, neighbors. put some attack- attacking mentality in your midfield to start with. Yeah, get some again, get some more bodies forward. Yeah, I mean, um, he he has got a higher defensive line, so they are going to be that little bit more. But there's nobody getting in the box. See, I like to stagger my attack to support. See, if you took win back on attack, leave them there. I can understand the inverted winger being support because I can understand that relationship working quite well. But then you've got, obviously, two central midfielders on support. I would probably maybe that wing on the left could be an attack, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then... But then but then change that inverted it, winger, wing back. Yeah, so it's sort of conflicts there. Yeah. You know, you... I think... Uh, so, Fernando, if you're listening, it's one, just it's ask yourself, do you, do you want the inverted wing back? Is it really that needed? No. I, I, if anything, go complete wing back. 
bit, get get some bodies forward. I say that it's one of those things where, like, it's probably playing quite well, but it's probably because he is the best team in the league. The ability is probably overshadowing the um, deficiencies in the in the tactic. Mm. You know what I mean? He's probably if he is one of the best teams, he's probably winning games and thinks it's working. But I, I don't see how players are getting forward enough. You've got to think: his two centre midfielders aren't really going anywhere. It's his wingers going a little bit. His inverted wingers going a little bit. I've got an inverted winger on attack, and he flies forward. Yeah, but it's because he's on a tap, tap mentality. He he get he picks a ball up on the halfway line, and he's gone. This this guy is going to go for, forward a few yards and look to pass most likely. Yeah. So, and it's again, the same. It's the same with the winger. The winger's going to look to cross quite early on that left hand side, and he's really only got the advance forward to ping it into. Really. But the thing is, this is. I mean, obviously, they don't know what Fernando's game's like, but I'm, I can imagine that he's one of these people that's got fed up with one-on-ones. But the, his issue for it would be there's nobody else. Only, everything's going to be a one-on-one because he's only got one player out there. Mm. When, like, with his, and it's not. I'm not saying he has to stick three strikers out there. I'm just saying change the mentalities of the midfield, especially, to get more bodies forward. Yeah. Obviously, I've been playing a lot well, the previous build now, really, on the match engine, where inverted inverted winger on attack is often getting goals just coming in from the edge of the penalty area. Yeah, it's quite nice to see. It kind of feels almost like a, a cheat role, really, at the moment. It seems a bit OP, really. Uh, Whereas, I've, I've not tried it on the new open beta just yet, though. But the thing is, that's what the role was meant to do. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I'll give that one a four and a half. Okay. But then again, add a few more aggressive roles, review some things, you're up to 6 7. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I mean, be, be a bit more aggressive, be a bit more like. What, what was the line again? Do tactically interesting, do some tactically interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think the four guys previously have done fairly solid attempts at tactics, but we do come on to the fifth one. This is your favourite one. Probably the one I like the least. I'm not going to lie. I will, I'll be honest. I will say, first of all, if you weren't selected, we did have over 20 people DM us. So we we picked, we picked five of the 20. Yeah. We couldn't obviously fit all the tactics we thought good because you could you could no. pick five good tactics out of that. And, you know, we you need, well, you need some rough with the A lot of the tactics were quite repetitive. Yeah. So, like, if people had a similar tactic, we, like, eliminated one to... Yeah. Uh, like, there's one... I think... Um, what was it? Not a lot of the tactics, either. They're all quite similar. We tried to pick some different ones, you know. Yeah, uh, and this one is something special. This last one, it is. This is good. Okay. Um, so this is a four-four-two, but just for listeners at home, you could just literally slice this formation in half, and then it's mirrored on the other side. It is completely symmetrical. It does my brain in. Obviously, I'm going to try to be positive, constructive, because that's what we're here for, really. Um, Lovely. So yeah, it's it's a four four two by Double Cheers FM, and I don't know if the if the actual Twitter handle Double means it's double everything because everything is doubled in this formation. Um, <laughs> so okay, we start off. It's a four four two flat four four two, no diamonds, just four four two. Um, goalkeeper is a sweeper keeper on attack. Um, then you've got right and left backs are inverted wing backs on support. 
then you've got two central defenders, both ball playing defenders on defend. Um, in midfield, you've got an inverted winger, right and left, both on support, and then central midfielders on support, both of them. And then you've got two up front, attacking forwards on attack. Um, in terms of mentality, it's a balanced mentality. In possession, we're playing out of, de- out of defence, um, we're running at defence, and we're being more disciplined in possession. In transition, we're rolling it out, we're distributing to centre-backs, we're slowing pace down, and we're regrouping. Out of possession, we have a much higher line, we're extremely urgent in our press, and we prevent the short goalkeeping distribution. So, Double Cheers FM has said, we'd love for you to talk about my 4-4-2 tactic. I'm currently managing Antalaspor. I don't know if I pronounce that, Dan. It's Turkish. I don't know what you're asking me. Okay. Well, you manage in Turkey for a year, but okay. Don't mean like speak fucking Turkish, does it? Okay. Um, Anta, Antalaspor. Yeah, okay. He's managing them in Turkey and it's getting great results. It may seem strange, but the idea behind it is to flood central midfield with so many options that we always <laughs> have a few people spare. Was that a laugh? <laughs> Okay, I'll carry on. We always have a few people spare as outlets. The regroup transition was stolen from Guido as it stops balls over the top to our two centre-backs when the rest of the team press high. Okay. Um, When the fact does a team press high? Yeah, right. So (laughs) we'll go through my list. We'll probably dip in without your list. We'll come back and cry together. My my immediate concern, obviously, is complete symmetrical. Completely. I can't see... I'm just waiting for the Netflix series because this guy must be a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can't see how there's much variation here. I know, obviously, you can get asymmetrical formations that are the same. It depends on the players. They play the role differently based on their attributes and player traits. But this really is... I don't think there's much variety going on here in attack, if I'm honest. Um, Okay, so the team instructions are a contradiction, in my view. So, Dan, if you look at in possession and transition mm-hmm. versus out of possession, so it's like two different styles. You can almost... <laughs> you're... It's just weird, isn't it? Like, you're um, you're playing out of defence, you're running at them, but then you're being more disciplined. That seems like a contradiction. You're running at defence, mm-hmm. but then you're being more disciplined once you've probably beaten your man. You, do you pass it back or what? Um, <laughs> oh, I just think, yeah... You're slowing pace down, you're regrouping, but then out of possession, you're higher line, you're extremely urgent pressing, and you're preventing the short goalkeeper distribution, which means you're literally putting two or three men up near the goalkeeper to really press that goal kick of the opposition. I don't I'm surprised he didn't put the narrow team formation on. <laughs> I, I don't get the point about the regroup transition was started from Guido as it stops balls over the top because... If you're still pressing urgently and pressing the opposition goal kicks, how is that helping? Why steal that from Guido? I don't think you need to worry about that because the, um, the opposition's just going to go down the wing. Well, They're not going to worry about going over the top. He's got a nice narrow formation <sighs> through the middle. There's literally no one there, is there? Because both <laughs> inverted <laughs> wing backs are tucking into the DM, inverted wingers oh. are tucking in. Literally, any wide formation is just going to run right on this. It's literally we had we had this last time, didn't we? We had FM athlete who kind of had yeah. quite a narrow formation. I remember, and I made I made the joke. Oh, it's you could you almost play this in rugby, but to be <laughs> fair, I think this is it's even worse because it is literally everything is symmetrical. Everything is funneling down the middle. 
There's no one in it, the half space or on the wide spaces. That's the thing. He says, oh, this is playing well. Well, fuck me, I don't know how. It's getting great results. <laughs> it may seem strange, but the idea is to flood the central midfield. Flood the central midfield? Flood the middle of the pitch? Yeah. <laughs> right. Everything. And, and listen to this as well. It's sweep a keeper on attack, but you told the goalkeeper to slow the pace down on distribution <laughs> and, roll, and roll it out and distribute the centre-back. So why have a sweeper keeper on attack when you're telling him to slow it down, roll it out and put it to centre-backs? The best bit is behind this front two, the only player attacking is the centre midfielder. I'm sorry, there. He's the goalkeeper. <laughs> and you're actually telling him to do everything against what you've put the role for. I mean, generally, I'd rip it up and well, start again, but please don't copy everything. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean,. You want to flood the middle. You don't need to flood the middle. You've got two centre midfielders on support and you've got two centre backs there. Oh, who are also to... ball players who are going to run with a bit more. Like, you... <sighs> There's nothing attack he, there. He's got. So he wants to go um, roll it out. He wants to distribute the centre backs. And then because because the centre backs have got the ball, he's selected ball playing defenders. I understand <laughs> this, this thought process behind that simply, but that's not we've got there. What we're doing. Yeah. So then, who are they passing to? Oh, <laughs> there's four players stood on the centre circle together, all holding hands. Oh no, look, my two inverted wing backers. So say everyone all bunched up in the middle, they've got no options out wide. It's advanced forwards are so far up the pitch. They're being more disciplined as well in possession. You know, everyone is being more disciplined. Yeah. It, it's, it's like he's got a higher line of engagement with a fans forwards, two of them. So they're literally stood on the opposition box. He's got the ball on the, his box. All other six available outfield players all sat, sat in the centre circle together waiting for the ball. So he's like, I, I can't believe when he made it, he didn't think, like, inverted. I mean, what, what I always do, which, I, like, when I put build my tactic, I draw a line, like what's the word I mean like in my head yep. of where the runs that player's going to make when he's going forward Yeah. so that's how I decide what mentality I'm going to put him on so if we did it on his it's two centre-backs are staying forward it's inverted wing-backs are going to go and sit in front of the centre-backs it's two centre-midfielders are staying where they are it's two inverted wingers are going in front of them and it's a band forward they're like up on the goal line you, this formation so, is a 2-2-2-2 two, 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 isn't it? all the way down <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much and so, <laughs> start again. Just decide what style you want to play. So we obviously, I would say he wants to play out from the back and come there. Judging by some of the team roles he's got, but not if you, yeah. But you would say that. But if you if you only looked at out of possession, you would say that's a, almost trying to gear compress. Surely. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm trying to think of it from a serial killer's mind. Okay. Yeah. What he's trying to do is. Gagan Press. Should we should we give this tactic the, over to the police afterwards? <laughs> check the hard drive. Check this guy out just in case. But he, he's trying to play it out from the back. His fault is push forward with um, possession of the ball. Which okay. So first of all, take off. Be more disciplined. I would also take off regroup. Okay, you, you don't got no need for that. Take off, slow down pace, and then we've gone down a little bit. 
Well, then look at the player roles. Hmm. Change change one on every side of the pitch. See what I'd, I'd <laughs> what I'd say is imagine if you're the AI right right now and you're let's say you're the defender of the AI. You know what's coming at you because both both players on either side of the width are playing exactly the same. You're, you can you can if, if your team is attacking in one way, you're more predictable. It's easy to play against one team that only knows how to one way to attack. Whereas if you look at any top tier football team, they they attack in different ways, don't they? The far post, cut it inside. There's very variety, and that makes it harder to defend against. Well, we've said about the previous four tactics, but they would all rip this one apart. Yes. On the pitch. And that's not because they're, they're particularly good tactics, it's because this is particularly bad. Yeah. Like, all of them, because he's gone so far in fight. Like, the last one, he got four players out wide. Like, I mean, he was a bit bad with the inverted, but he had a winger and a wing back. Yeah. Curry and Andy both have three five twos, effectively, with their wing backs. So he would tear this side apart. Yeah. And it's just don't be symmetrical. I'm not saying you t- you have to have random players like one in a, the AM role and one in the left. Yeah, the roles make it um, asymmetrical. Yeah, yeah, it's all going in together. So have a winger, have a wing back. If you want, I don't, I don't, I don't really understand inverted wing backs. It's a um, hipster role. There's no real need for it. If that's for what he uh, for a four four two for what he's going for. In my opinion, well, not yeah, not, not, not with two play, central uh, midfielders and support. They're just sitting there anyway. Yeah, so I mean, think. I would say, think about your tactic. Look at it. Draw, draw your lines. So when you got your support, it's only going to be a little arrow forward. When you got an attack, it's going to be a further arrow forward. When it's defend, it's going to be an arrow back. Hmm. So if if you draw the lines on this now, they all go in the middle, in the middle, in the middle, in the middle. Slightly forward, slightly forward, back, back, and miles forward. So there's just gonna, they got nothing out wide. I was kind of hoping he had a um, play wide football. Um, that would be amazing. That would be the yeah, icing on the cake. No. So I mean, but no, it's, um, I think this might be the worst tactic we've had out of the two episodes. Yeah, which takes some doing, really. It, it is. It is a bad tactic, but I, 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 I don't want double cheers to listen to this and be really down with it because obviously, we, you know, it is a game and we learn the game and yeah. play role. And to be honest, the only way is up to just think positive because whatever you make well, next it. is going to be better than that. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, like, even if we forget about the player roles, all going narrow, he's got nobody going from midfield to join the strikers. He's got nobody going from defence to join the midfielders. Yeah. It, it, there's no the, the score goals especially when you're playing 4-4-2 or 4-1-4-1 or 4-4-1-1 you need bodies forward to score goals especially as most other teams in the game normally play some sort of 4-4-2 or 4-1 you get the occasional 3-3-3-2 or whatever yeah but you need bodies forward to help break the lines Help get um get attacking and get forward. When like I, I it's hard to explain with this one because he's literally got nobody going to get the ball forward anyway. I don't see how it's doing well. I generally do not know how it's doing well. All I can think maybe Turkey's easy. I don't know. You you had success, well, didn't you? Italy, um, Turkey's a really hard league, mate. You know, it takes <laughs> heroes to win the division, <laughs> like back to back. But no, it's um 
It's probably, do you know why it's probably playing well? Because the game itself, the match engine, is fucking mesmerised by all these players running in a straight line and running forward. I just think the AI breaks down. I think, Jesus, there's like eight men running towards me in the centre of midfield. What do we do? Why are they all stood in the centre circle together? Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. But no, it's, um, um, I have to give that a one out of ten, mate. One out of ten. Okay. Yeah, that, that is probably. I, I don't think I could score zero. So. Well, I think the one out of ten is that there's actually eleven player roles selected there. They're not. They're, they're not there's no automatic, maybe. <laughs> I will. I will say the one is because it's a custom one because he's actually in his head made this and thought it was good. Yeah, he's. Yeah, there, there's a custom tactic there. It's, Crazy yeah. bastard. Yeah. Um, okay, so acid fire five point five, um, wide playmaker five point five. Curti, 5. Uh, Fernando Romero Nunez, 4.5. And Double Cheers, 1. It's, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. I, feel, I, feel, feel free to hit Tony up with some tactical advice. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that brings, I suppose, the conclusion to the tactical anal's resurrection discussion. Mm. Um, we now need to sign off the pod. Also, Dan, you've got a shout out to do. Yes, I have. Um, on Friday at 8am, Dupe, FM Dupe, from the Five Star Potential podcast, is doing a 48-hour stream for charity. So it's on Twitch. You heard that so right, 48 any, hours. Two 48 days, hours. Two full days. So I think he got, um, on Friday, he said they're recording their podcast live on air. He's got a couple of guests coming on, like phoning in. I think some people will go around his house. To come up on the, on the um, stream. I'm trying to get around to his house. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think if anybody can go along and support, if you can donate, I, I, I think it was Bliss Charity. Anyone can donate to him to help out. Um, it's always, always good to support our fellow content creators, especially when it comes to charity. Mm. And is there something quite sadist about what well, I quite like it that... I know when Proudy does something similar or we've had um, Daryl Lips on before when they've done yeah. really insane streams, it's, it's quite nice to see them, you know, feeling quite... Fact. Well, see them when they're really fresh-faced, like two hours in, you know, and they're giving it the bravado. You just check in on them like 18 hours later and they look like they've been run over. I'm, I'm impressed he's doing 48. 40, I can't, 48 is ridiculous. So he's going to finish Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. I'm, I can't wait to see him at 4 a.m. Sunday morning and just... Because obviously all of his um, thing will be recorded, so you'll be able to go back and watch if you're not up at 4am on the Sunday morning. I think I might uh, not be up. Well, I don't know, I'm hoping one of your kids will you up, to be fair, mate. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if one of the kids doesn't wake me up, I would actually probably go and see him on stream and say hello. And um, there he is on hour 46, he, his eyes are falling out of his head, Yeah. he's on. He's had 94 cans of Monster. I have, yeah, <laughs> I really recommend Walter. <laughs> and and low and probably carbohydrates, slow releasing energy like pasta and stuff. Lots of those meals. In fact, he probably needs someone like like a me to come round and just be a PA for him and sort him out. Give him a pep talk. Well, yeah, it's it's a, you know, it's, it's, a, that, it's a long what time. What about that four kilogram of um, cocaine that you got to send? That that sort of him out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that will keep him awake anyway, at least. Yeah, but definitely. Um, so if anyone go along and support that, we will shout out on. Friday reminders for people. Yeah, I know that he's doing giveaways. Um, I seen today that um, hashtag United is it? 
then you do need a shirt to give away or be auctioned off or something like that so it's definitely something to keep interested i think he could be tweeting out all um well all, i could say all day then all two days for giveaways and stuff like that so it's definitely something worth getting in for charity and stuff yeah um, also, I had a blog post out Saturday. If you missed it, give it a read. See how Bolton, see the, see how the struggles go in. Yeah. And further blogs this week, maybe for you. Yeah. Um. Friday. Friday. So when when you're watching Dupe, read my blog. Keep you like. <sighs> I, I recommend Dupe don't read it because you have fall asleep. But um. Yeah. Have you got anything coming out? Uh, not this week. Obviously, I've released. Um, a tactical replication of Marcello Gachado. He's four one three two. The weekend, so that's on my site. Um, mm. If you wanted that, and I think I probably you know to be fair, there's been two or three posts since we've last podded that I've released. Um, one of the spoilers is that I did win a Copa America with Uruguay, which was really good. But since then, my international career is going horrendously poor. Um, so there's no need to dwell on that. You've been playing Bolivia again, have you? Well, they're coming up, and I've got to go away to Bolivia and get a result. But I lost to Peru last night, and I, I left FM very angry. Um, <laughs> not that I really get angry, but I just felt, you know, like it hasn't gone right. I love me. it when you're angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went to bed with a bit like, oh, FM has really annoyed me tonight. <laughs> but I didn't do anything. to. I didn't punch a desk or anything like Curtie does, because, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need to do that. Um, just made an angry face. <clears throat> yeah, I just think I just, like turned my nose up in the dark when oh, I God. when I lay down on the pillow. That's all I did. But it was enough. I bet Morgan could tell you were in the mood. Yeah, you know. She knows not to go near me when I'm like that. Crazy. <laughs> um so no, but obviously I'm still blogging Peñarol saving to twenty twenty. I don't know how far I'll get, but I'm in currently entering my well, I mean just started my season, third season with them. And what about you? Are you on season four now? No um, season let me think of it. Five. Se- I've just started season six. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the blog post coming out Friday concludes season five. Right. So um, yeah, season six is underway. Um, so I'm not going to give any spoilers away. Yeah. So because uh, they'd be this be out Wednesday and the blog's not, not until Friday. I need to get those hits for paying the bills. Exactly. So do look out for that blog. And um, where is your blog, Dan? Can you remember the URL? Yeah, um, I am um, actually. I was going to say actually. So that's coming out Friday, and then I got the following week. I've had a lot of people um, message me about my bot one tactics. So I've done a, another one for the following Friday, wow. which is which is the tactics. It's nothing in crazy. It's just a bit of a insight to my tactic evolution from season one to season five. So inside the mind of Daniel Gear. Yeah. So um, so after this tonight, you can go all go and criticize my tactics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll get a few angry people with pitchforks at you. They'll be like, you did my own shit, guess yeah. why yours is a two out of ten. Yeah, you're fucking using automatic duties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what are you doing that for? <laughs> be more aggressive, Jerry, be more aggressive. Um, okay. That's brilliant. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you like it, subscribe, like, share it, um, shout us out to fair friends and family. We do appreciate the love and support into 2020. Um, we've got a few more podcasts planned. Yeah, um, two year anniversary is coming up. Yeah, I don't know if we're doing anything for that. I don't know. I don't know. That, that's it's it's February sometime, but I don't quite know if we've got a podcast band. But uh, uh, we're sort something out. Yeah. So yeah, we made it to twenty twenty. So thanks for your time, Dan. I really appreciated. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, as well. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Bye. See you again. Bye.